listening to Over the Oxa podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. I'm chatting today about a big one for lots of people. It's all about motivation. So have you lost your mojo? Have you lost that motivation to go out and ride? Or have you lost your motivation to go out and compete? And you really, really want to do these things, but there's kind of like a block. It's like swimming through custard or something. It's really difficult to get yourself going. Now, there's a few instances where perhaps your motivation's been put on the back burner for a good reason. So for instance, if you've got loads going on in your life, it might be that your unconscious mind is just thinking that it's better to place the time, effort and energy elsewhere, that you simply can't stretch yourself that thinly. So it's a temporary thing. You aren't able to ride just simply because of circumstances. Or maybe there's quite a fear of riding or fear of competing. And maybe it's that reason that you don't want to get on. And it could be a fear of success. It could be a fear of failure. It could be the thought of something that's happened to you. And again, that's going to block your riding enjoyment until you get rid of the the block, the fear in that case, whatever's holding you back. Or maybe you're just out of the habit. You've tried willpower. You've tried to grit your teeth. You've tried putting a schedule in your diary. And either you've just been too tired or the weather's not been quite right. Or, you know, you just don't have that impetus to actually go out there and ride. So there's two types of motivation in in my opinion. I mean, there's lots of different opinions on this. But for some people, motivation is a feeling and it's something that you get in touch with and you feel it and off you go and you go and do the thing. And for other people, it's it's a word thing, if you like. It's how they talk themselves into doing something. And I mean that in a really healthy way. I don't mean that they're coercing themselves, but they they can talk because they label the experience as one that's really pleasant and really something to go for. So some people do this a lot by talking to themselves in their mind, how great it's going to be when you've done it. Other people, as I say, it's more of a feeling. And when you get over that threshold level of that feeling, off you go and you're motivated. I want to say a little bit, though, about not just motivation, but this word drive. Because drive means so much to different people as well. In pure psychological terms, and not necessarily sports psychology here, but just pure psychology drive is almost like an inner tension and it's an inner tension to get fulfilled and it's it's a biological need you know it's something like you're hungry you need to go and get food you're thirsty you need to go and get something to drink so it's it's got an urgency to it in those kind of pure terms so that's not really the drive that i'm talking about because if it were in that style of drive, when you're 
absolutely single-minded, then when you get off the horse, when you get the fulfillment of riding, what you actually get is relief. Just like if you're really, really thirsty and you get a drink and it's that, oh, that feels better. Or you're really, really hungry and you have something to eat and it's that style of fulfillment. So that is the opposite of what I'm talking about, really. Now, in sports psychology and in everyday thinking, drive is is not quite as extreme as that. And I'm thinking more about the drive, the the energy that we put into what we want to do, into a goal, let's say, or a target. It's it's like this inner feeling or inner thought. It's a force that keeps you going. It keeps propelling you onwards, even when you don't feel very motivated. So let me give you a little example. Let's let's give the example of an elite rider, someone at the very top of equestrianism. Now that person needs quite a bit of drive because they are going to have to train day in and day out, repetitively, constantly. It's it's a cycle, isn't it, all the time. And it doesn't matter what the weather's like unless it's really dangerous. But, you know, a bit of rain and they've got to go out there and train. And it doesn't matter whether they feel tired or maybe their muscles ache. That is of no consequence. They have a drive to keep going. They even have a drive to do other forms of fitness. So strength training or cardio training because it helps them in their riding. Maybe they even have a special diet and they watch what they eat. And that's the drive that's keeping them doing those things that aren't necessarily easy because that then pushes them through the times when their motivation is at a bit of a low. So when our motivation is at a low, it's drive that keeps you going on. And I really like that we've got this internal ability to keep going. I love the fact that we've got that. I think that's that's more important than motivation in lots and lots of ways. So how on earth do we get it? And how do you keep it? Because motivation, as we know, does ebb and flow. Some days you just don't feel like it. So behind drive is your why. Why do you ride? And as I say those words, I can hear some people saying, I don't know, (laughs) I've got no idea why on earth do I do this? It costs lots of money and lots of time and I have to make quite a few sacrifices in other areas of my life. So why do I do it? But on a serious note, what is your why? Now, when you ask yourself that question, you'll get what's called surface level answers. You know, you want to develop a bond with your horse. You want to see how far you can go. You want to master certain techniques and skills. You enjoy the time out in the fresh air. You like it because it keeps you fit. It's a sociable kind of hobby if you're riding out with different people. They're all kind of really important, but underneath that, 
there will be something else. And maybe underneath that, there'll be something else. And underneath that, something else. And these, as we go deeper and deeper, will get you closer and closer to your true why. Why do you do it? And it may not even be connected with horses or riding. It might be when you were really young, somebody stopped you from doing something that you really wanted to do. Maybe that thing was riding. Maybe it was something else. And now, as an adult, you've got freedom. So maybe your why is freedom. Maybe when you were really young, you couldn't ride. Maybe your family weren't horsey and there was no opportunity. And so this is something that is something you've done independently. So maybe your why is independent thinking. Maybe it fulfills a need that other parts of your life don't fulfill quite as much. Maybe it's something that you're exceptionally good at. Or there's an aspect of riding or horsemanship that you just get and you know you're good at it and you enjoy it because you enjoy learning. So have a think about what is your why. And you probably need to spend quite a few minutes, if not more, on this. So I would grab a cup of tea at some point, And as you watch the steam rise, just have a little think about why do you ride? And when you get the answer, and you might have a flurry of words and sentences at first, just think about, well, what's underneath that? What props it all up? What does it really give me? And once you've got that why and you feel it, you you can just absolutely know it in your heart of hearts that this is the deepest level of why you ride, then you've got your drive. So you just need to get back into that thinking to remember and recall what your why was. And you might want to put it on your phone, put it in your notes on your phone, or make it a screensaver, or write it on a post-it, or maybe you'll just know it now, now that you've recovered that out of your memory. And once you are very much aware of that and connected back to that, it will give you that drive back to ride. And if you're a competitor, you may well have a separate why for why you ride and why you compete. So it'd be quite interesting to see whether you get different things out of the different parts of your riding. The deeper that you do this, the better it'll be. So it may be that you spend a few minutes with your cup of tea or your cup of coffee and you start thinking about it and you get some answers that ring true. And then for whatever reason, it sparked something in your brain so that things start kind of coming into your head. You remember things or maybe you get a deeper reason when you're not even thinking about it and it just comes to you. That's why I do it. And that's what it gives me. And that's how it fulfills me. And once you get that, 
The beauty of it, as I said before, is that you can keep going when the weather's rotten, when you're not really feeling it, when you're a bit tired, when it's going a bit dark and gloomy. You can still ride because drive and the why behind the drive doesn't necessarily need the most motivated state. Let me know how you get on. Thanks ever so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Take care and I'll see you again very soon.